Cloud Talk Live. I'm your host, Jeff Diverter. Now here at Cloud Talk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help you improve your business and those around you. Now this recording is from our Cloud Talk Live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to come and watch us there and join the conversation live with us in real time. Your participation helps drive the conversation. Now, let's get on with today's show. Everybody, welcome to another episode of Cloud Talk Live. My name is Jeff Diverter, Chief Technology Evangelist for us here at Rackspace Technology. And you may have noticed this is a different time and this is not my normal background. Well, welcome from VMware Explore. And I'm so excited to be here today. Now, even though it's a different time, it is the same day in a different location, the rule is still the same. Maybe there's some new folks who are watching. So here's what here's what we do here. I'd love for you to introduce yourself. You know, the little comments down below, up above. Be just like, well, LinkedIn user who said hi. Introduce yourself. Tell us who you are. Tell us where you are in the world. Now, when we do this earlier in the day, we're able to get folks a lot farther east, aka Sydney or even in India. So I'm wondering how far we're going to reach. But I want to welcome you to another episode. Folks, uh, again, my name is Jeff Diverter, and I'm going to be joined by well, one, uh, somebody who you're not going to necessarily think would be at the VMware conference. In fact, that's what we're going to talk about here today. So introduce yourselves in the comments down below. If you want to get a hold of us, have some feedback perhaps. Well, just send an email over to solve at rackspace.com. And when I've got that, well, then I can respond back to you. All right, we Nigeria first in. Welcome. Uh, uh, so excited that you are here. It never ceases to amaze me how far away some of you folks are. Sean Gardner, if I can count on anybody showing up, it's going to be you, friend. Welcome. We've got uh, Leeds is here. So glad for that. Dallas is here. Uh, you know, don't be left out, folks. Introduce yourselves. I'll call you out, maybe, if I remember to. Anyway, uh, so so let's get into this. Uh, actually, while you guys are introducing yourselves, we've got this fancy new graphic that I can't wait to show you. Daniel, go. All right. Well, welcome. And I got to actually call out. You know, here I've got Craig here, but look, we've got the Grand Canyon is here. Uh, Alabama is here. Who? Al Belgium is here. Boston is here. All the bees are here. Craig Fletcher, welcome to the program. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks for having me. It's a real privilege to be here representing uh, Google Cloud, Google, and our partnership with VMware. Oh, so excited. glad that you're here. Hey, I said, you know, hey, I'm at the VMware conference, and here I'm talking to Google. Who knew? I mean, does that even make sense? It doesn't right. make we'll, sense. We'll get into but we're going to get into all that in a yeah. minute. And it's also sort of freaking me out a little because all of these are normally, my guest is thousands of miles away and I talk to them through the little camera. But you're sitting right next yeah, to me. Look, Almost awkwardly close. Look, we're touching him. Right there. We're really, yeah, this isn't virtual. <laughs> he's not a hologram, folks. I tried to hit him before. And it, yeah. it, it hurt? It, yeah, it should have. Carlos, uh, glad that you are here. Who else? India is here, up a little bit late, but glad that you're you're with us. Can you believe how 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 
why this audience is? Pretty cool. We started with Nigeria, so I, I mean that, that took the cake right there. We have India, Boston, everywhere. Where's home base for you? Uh, I live in Denver. I love Denver. And I'm actually a Colorado native, which is rare. That is rare. Yeah. You're not a Californian living in. Well, I moved to Denver when I was 18 months old. I was actually born in California, but I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that. Well, you didn't have I, to I tell remember, me. I don't remember you could, living you, anywhere You said I was an infant in Denver. You know... I moved here in diapers and moved to Denver in diapers. So I'm going native. We're, we're going to expose a lot of things today, and apparently yeah. it all starts with diapers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, so here we are at VMware. They announced all kinds of great stuff this morning around AI, what they're doing in private AI. Uh, but you guys are here because apparently um, VMware runs awesome in your environment. Yeah. Um, our... our offering a VMware engine, which we'll get into in a minute, is uh, I think it's um, surprisingly um, welcomed by our customers. Anytime we get into a pilot or a proof of concept and our yeah. customers get to put their hands on it, yeah. um, we usually win. We usually win the project. Um, but I wanted to back up a little bit and maybe even talk about why would Google be here? Right? Why would Google at be here? This, but also, this... if we're going to really back up, we should back up um, and follow what we talked about beforehand, and that is, how did you get here? So, did right. you, you weren't born into Google, you weren't even born into Colorado. You had to travel there. So, how right. did, where did it all start for you? I mean, it was an infrastructure road, really. Yeah, I mean, I got into the industry in 1994. Yeah. Um, I got invited to uh, come meet my buddy's boss. He thought I'd be good at technology. Yeah. I, I was waiting tables and studying biology in school, and she gave me a chance, and you know, Nobody ever gets anywhere without someone giving them an opportunity. And yeah. I, I don't think it was an opportunity I even deserved, really. But, really? Uh, but you lady, made good on it. Yeah, her name was Cindy Adams. She gave me a chance. I think I started at $8 an hour and <laughs> just doing really basic things. And that was almost 30 years ago. And 30. Um, spent most of my career on the customer side. Okay. Um, eventually worked my way up to a CTO role in a Fortune 400 business. And then. That's uh, like the old Seinfeld, you know, I went out, yada, 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 I got a CTO job. Pretty much, there are a lot of steps in there. But my career's been pretty unique too because um, I've transitioned between the provider side and the customer side a couple of different times. Okay, so, yeah, you had a little Dell in there, you had yeah. some VMware in there. Yeah, yeah, and the first 15 years on the customer side, then Dell, then back to the customer side, then I actually worked at VMware for four and a half years Okay. before I came to Google about three years ago next week. Okay, so three, three, three years ago next week, that's yeah. almost an old timer in, yeah. in Google land. I know, been here forever. I know, we have to pause again because, um, well of course we have Texas, but Panama, Portugal, all the P's represented. Wow. Oh, and oh, Emily's here, Boulder. She's down in Boulder, so oh, she's, cool. your, she's your neighbor. She's Emily, you got to come to the Google office in Boulder. It's amazing. Is it? You can be my guest. What's your <laughs> favorite thing about about the Google office in, in Oh, Boulder? geez, uh, the food. I guess I might have to say the food. food. It's a, it's it's hard to get a lot of work done there because there's so much to entertain you. They have yeah. a music room, a pinball machine room, a nice gym, rock climbing walls. So sounds like know. I need to go to, to, up, up to Boulder. Yeah, it's a it's a 10 hour day where you work four or five. It's, it feels like sometimes. <laughs> Did you say a rock wall? <laughs> a rock climbing wall. Rock yeah, climbing it's like 50, wall. 50, 60 feet high. That is incredible. So. All right. Um, all right. So you finally make your way over to Google. Yeah. And, uh, and you're there for what, three years now? Yeah. And first job at Google was? Um, it was called a modern infrastructure scale specialist. First That's a fancy Google. title. Yeah, a what lot does of that words mean? in there. Um, it basically means that you you want to be able to help our sellers and our pre-sales people take modern infrastructure solutions to market in an efficient way. Yeah. Um, and so it's all about scale. It's all about developing the content and the ideas 
and then proliferating them out um, mm. through other people. Okay. So take one person's ideas and work and, and, and multiplying it by hundreds or thousands. Wow. Scale That's specialist. Yeah. yeah. Scale. Yeah. All right. And now you find yourself helping with the VMware stuff. From yeah. your, your heritage really applies well then. Right. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't necessarily think I'd be at Google Cloud for three years and still be working on VMware, but uh, I'm glad I am yeah. because there's so much need for it. Um, our solution has grown exponentially. Um, it's really only been in the market for three years, but it's one of the fastest growing products that Google Cloud's ever had. Why do you think that is? Um, Other than Google's awesome. Well, you know, Google, so first of all, when you're doing business with Google Cloud, yeah. you're actually doing business with Alphabet. You yeah. know, a lot of our enterprise customers and digital natives alike, um, they realize that they can harness the full power of Alphabet um, from a relationship standpoint where they, they, they're obviously doing ads and search and maps and everybody kind of does that with Google. But the other 20 companies that we have within Alphabet, um, including Google Cloud, so it's just part right. of the portfolio. Um, so the, we've taken what we've learned building these planet scale apps with 2 billion plus users mm -hmm. and we've applied that to the Google Cloud architecture. Okay. Uh, some of those disciplines like site recovery mm -hmm. engineering, um, you know, we invented Kubernetes a long time ago. Long time ago. Microservices architecture and all that. So some folks would say you were kind of late to the cloud game, but I think we were actually first because we built it ourselves for ourselves. I think you, you know? were. So that's kind of the way I look at it. I mean, you guys built, I mean, it starts with search. They say the bookstore company, you know, started with books and then figured out how to how to resell that, right. that capability. Exactly. And uh, that's how to say a company without saying a company. Right. And, uh, uh, I don't but know you, who you're talking about. I don't even know. <laughs> but you guys, I mean, I mean, you start with search and you know, perfected what was happening there and then figured out how to do it elsewhere. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so here we are at VMware. You're a VMware guy. You come from infrastructure. Um, you know, what are, tell me about how VMware runs inside of the Google world. Well, um, so VMware, so Google Cloud VMware Engine uh, is a fully managed first-party service. Okay. Um, so it's, it's so wait, not everybody gets what fully managed first-party service yeah, means. Yeah, let me, let me so, explain that. So what does fully managed mean when, when Google says that this service is a fully managed service? Right, and it, it's 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 a new paradigm shift for a lot of folks who've been running their own VMware environment yeah. for the, you know their whole career. But when I say fully managed, um, obviously I mean something that's very near and dear to Rackspace's heart too, like the, the yeah. co-location, the facility, the lifecycle management. But but we have our own support and engineering teams. They're all Google employees. Yeah, um, we do all that patching, lifecycle management. Um, we basically fully manage the VMware private cloud stack okay. with a lot of our own goodness under the. So covers. you're just exposing APIs. You're exposing, you know, the the the, the essentially then the management it's interface. Just the interface. Yeah. yeah. Everything operating system and above the customer manages everything below. We manage. It's you guys. That's okay. right. Yeah, and it has all the same properties of other cloud uh, cloud offerings. So it is a it's it's a first party. We even like to call it a cloud native service because all yeah. the capacity on demand, scalability. Operation um, OpEx billing model, all those things apply to VMware. Really? That's super interesting. Yeah. This episode of Cloud Talk is sponsored by Cisco.
App Dynamics. Technical environments are getting more complex, and Cisco App Dynamics is helping to cut through the noise. Their full stack observability solutions help make every tech decision a business decision and keep everyone all on the same page. App Dynamics software enables deeper understanding of both user and application behavior so that your teams can see, share, and take action all in real time. Just go to appdynamics.com to learn more, schedule a live demo, or even start a 15-day free trial to see the difference for yourself that Cisco App Dynamics can make in your mission-critical applications. All right. With that, let's get back to the program. Um, all right. Anybody who's watching this, are you guys running VMware in Google? I'd be curious to know. Um, so uh, rough customer counts without giving away things you're not supposed to give away. I'm not totally clear on what I'm supposed to give away. Okay. Well, then let's I, just I tell could, them I everything. Could say that, I could say that it's in the hundreds of customers that are running production workloads okay. in, in VMware Engine. Um so yeah, we can talk about why and whatnot, but that's that's about okay. how many right now, and with many many active pilots going on always. Always. So let's let's describe then for for folks if they're going to come and they're going to move their estate from on prem, mm-hmm. and they're going to move their their VMware estate into Google. What is what does a day in the life start to look like for them, and how does how does it change? The you mean the process of migration itself? No, or once they're there, once, once they're in, everybody knows how to migrate. A, um, yeah, especially with our partners, right? Because yeah. it, it is actually mm, harder partners. than uh, people think. Um, yeah. You know, they just... The, the, the interesting thing about it is it's not just the VMware engine story. So oh. a day in the life, you could say a day in the life is, you know, you're looking at vCenter just like you do for your on-prem or, sure. or your colo workloads. Um, and that's true, right? It is the same look and feel. Um, there's no reskilling, etc. However... You also have line rate secure access to all that Google Cloud has to offer. So everything, everything it's, is it's available. Very easy too. The way we do our um, virtual uh, virtual private cloud networking, yeah. and the way we can peer that ac- across the globe with a click of a button, yeah. which is a differentiator for us, um, basically unleashes the power of cloud without having to replatform anything. Uh, so once customers start to see that, they do a lot more than just migrate their VMs. To Google Cloud, they can really start to transform their business. It really quickly. does become a launching point for them. Hundred percent, yeah. And by the way, and we don't like to say this because we always want our, ourselves to to be the that primary cloud provider. But a customer can pack up and go home if they want to. It's it's because the we haven't changed platform. anything intrinsically. It's right. still a VMware uh, virtual machine. That's right. You can and actually migrate back out without any downtime, without any replatforming, just the same way you came back in, which not a lot that, of customers like. Not that you'd want to. Yeah, not that you'd want to, but it's there. It's there. Yeah. You're not locked in, because that is a big challenge with, with when you think about uh, migrating to the cloud, and that is the, the vendor lock-in. Everybody gets really concerned about That's that. Right. And when you do full transformation, you know, if, if I'm going to go serverless, I really am locked in. Now It's true. There is less lock-in with a container. There, there's some, but there's yeah. on the orchestration layers you start to feel it. Um, but when you when you're talking VMware, it really is a safe way to move. So when you're thinking about infrastructure modernization, and I know it's so much more than just infrastructure modernization, right. but it absolutely should be one of those things that folks can consider. Yeah, and then that's why they do it. Um, you know, I see a lot of times too. We see customers um, they'll come to Google and they'll they'll say. We want all the, the Google Cloud, you know, modern platform, modern apps, uh, analytics, AI, machine learning, and so 
we don't want to do VMware Engine. It's an unnecessary stepping stone. Sometimes yeah. they'll, 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 they'll think that. Um, and then what happens is a year or two will go by uh -huh. and not much has changed with the applications that they've been running that they've built their business on. Right. Then we start to find out that um, VMware Engine is the best choice. And it's not, it's not an either and. It's, it's not an either or, rather. It's a right. both and. You don't have to choose, I'm going to replatform everything or I'm just going to lift and shift. Yeah, so it's many, both, yeah, because so, so many people think that it's a, it's this binary decision. I'm going right. to the cloud, which means everything has to shift from one location to the other, and it all has to be a homogenized. We all do it together. We're right. all going to transform everything. We're going to everything's containers. Everything's whatever. Right. But at the end of the day, what it requires is um, a thoughtful consideration of what are the company's goals. So it always starts yep. with business outcomes. Always. And then, uh, and then second to that would be on an application by application basis, where's the best home for this? Exactly, yeah, I call that app rationalization or you know, every CIO in the world is looking at their portfolio of applications going, what am I gonna do with all it's these It's too things? many, Yeah. and what the heck are we doing with them? Right, exactly. So it's. It's it's part of the answer. VMware Engine's part of the answer. Right. Kubernetes Engine, Compute Engine, uh, serverless, Cloud Run. There are a lot of different reasons why you'd use all of these technologies. Yeah, and it's an interesting thing when you think about, um, you know, you, you've got you know you here who are representing you know all things from running VMware inside of Google, but there, but it's you know again it's not an all or nothing. It's what's the right home for everything, and really you know it starts with you as an organization working with a partner. Yeah. Mm. I wonder who, and uh, you know who, um, uh, and then figuring out what are those major buckets, and then you know what are the guidelines that that fit into those those buckets and around those buckets. Uh, around technologies, is it VMware? Is it bare metal in some cases? Is it is it Kubernetes? Is it more cloud native type type right. capabilities? Um, and then what are the you know what are the rules for what apps go into which area? Yeah. And uh, and that's the hardest thing. I always equate it to because just about a year and a half ago, two years ago, we moved. And what is the thing you do when you move? You discover the garage, and that has yeah. every hobby you ever had if you've been in there for a while. Uh, but they, they sort of settle. That stuff settles in there. And applications are like that. There's stuff right. you forget about. When yeah, you gonna... exactly, exactly. And then you find out about it during your migrations. That's right. Like, oh, and what are you going to do with some work? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so, so let's talk then about, and this really isn't self-serving when I ask about partners, because when we've talked about the capabilities and the tools that, that Google brings to the table, it's not just the fact that VMware runs amazing there and that that gives you this amazing interconnect into the rest of the Google's uh, the Alphabet suite. Right. So, um, so where do partners fit into that? Because it does leave a gap. Right. Well, first of all, I think I want to go back to... Um, what pain have I seen when customers yeah. don't use partners, actually? Yeah. A lot of times, <clears throat> customers figure, hey, it's VMware to VMware. I, I can do this. I don't yeah. need a partner. I right. don't need Google Professional Services. Um, now, that's true for the VMware-only parts, right? Yeah. But for the actual planning of the migration, um, learning how to connect the networks, learning how to leverage the security tooling, et cetera, you need a partner um, every single time a customer needs help either from our services team or a partner. Our services right. team cannot scale to meet the demand of all of our customers anyway. So right. without partners, we'd be dead yeah. uh, with this project. So we, we always recommend a customer get a partner. We provide funding also mm -hmm. for the assessment phases, um, for the pilot proof of concept. 
um, so that it's really no risk to the customer. Yeah. All right, we'll help you rationalize your whole environment, rack space, with your heritage as a colo provider and a, and a hosting company, you know exactly how to do all that stuff. You know you're not just moving a bunch of VMs, you're moving an entire environment. So you have to consider all kinds of things from regulatory compliance to firewall rules to all That's sorts right. of things that don't live in the world of VMware. Yeah. So without that experience and knowledge, it's gonna be tough even though it is the easiest way to migrate to cloud. It is, and when so. you think about, you know, there's so many things that you have to think about. You mentioned networking, there's a million others. Right. And with a, with a partner, uh, these are companies that have done it tens, twenties, fifties, hundreds, exactly. thousands of times, yep. and know those things to think about. They can right. help through the app, you know, cataloging process, the rationalization process, yep. and uh, and then help to create a roadmap. Because ultimately, what this should be, I was talking to uh, another engineer, a few uh, architect, a few few months ago, and he equated that first move into your cloud of choice as. You know, you think you're scaling Everest. Well, really, you just hit base camp. You've, you've just started the journey. Yeah. The hard work and the real meaningful work that you're going to tell your kids about, you'll do after the fact. Yeah, exactly. Well, and, and the move into Google, I think, you know, James in here calls it out. Oh, Mexico's here. Welcome, uh, Mexico. Uh, apparently, James knows something about uh, sustainability because he's offering some services there. But you guys are, are pretty key in, in how do you drive down water usage and amount of electrical oh, yeah. gets used. And so this move into, you know, utilizing... What we might think is traditional hyper or um, uh, VM management through through VMware, there are benefits also on the sustainability side. Oh yeah, it's one of the key tenets of our company. Yeah, it wouldn't exist if we didn't adhere to those requirements. So that 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 makes our customers happy, you know, to know they're being a part of that. Yeah, and not being wasteful. Uh, so interesting um, stuff. So what yeah. are we missing here? There's there's more in the story to all this. Yeah, I think uh, you know. I wanted to share kind of what I see. We have a lot of customers, obviously, that want mm -hmm. to migrate to cloud. Yeah. And they want to replatform and do all the modern things. Uh, wow, Sorry, Mozambique. Really distracted Mozambique. by Mozambique is here. That's Welcome, awesome. Morgan. Yeah, I want to go to Mozambique someday. That'd be so cool. I've been to Zimbabwe. I've, I've never been to <laughs> Africa. Botswana. So. not Mozambique. Um, it might surprise some of your listeners um, and, and anyone else who watches this afterward to hear kind of why is it hard to replatform to cloud native? And yeah. to hear that I think, um, and the teams I work with, I'm always asking people, what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What yeah. the hardest thing is? The hardest thing is actually the reskilling part. It's yeah. not the technical migration. The tech um, is always the easy part. Yeah. Not, not that it's necessarily easy to migrate from on-prem to cloud, but the reskilling part, it's, it is a different world. Yeah. And if you need to transform your business with cloud technologies, and you need your team who's been using a VMware-based uh, data center platform for 20 plus years right. to learn this cloud native thing and now maybe multiple clouds mm -hmm. there are things like um, you know the way you do billing and the way you set up projects in your organization and the way you do the networking the way you manage a quota all these all these different instance types it's it's completely different it is and so I think that's actually one of the things that causes the most amount of stalling mm -hmm. I think um, even before that, though, it's the political and architectural decision-making process of what yeah. are we going to do, and that's where I always go, you can do both. Yeah. You don't have to pick one way or the other and then, you know, leadership turnover, but um, there's some technical reasons why uh, replatforming is harder, but those non-technical reasons are actually the biggest, right. the biggest hurdle. 
So I've talked to a lot of companies. I get pulled in to talk to customers all the time, and uh, and and they may have made a decision to to go all in on a single cloud. And yeah. there's even one in particular I'm thinking about, and it took them a year to go into their cloud. And uh, and once they got there, now it was IT that made that decision because they were making an infrastructure-based decision. Right. And uh, and so and it, and that's their decision to make. I mean, you think yeah. about they're going to. I mean, Running on Dell, maybe they're going to move to HPE, maybe they're going to move to another right. thing. But it's just another layer of infrastructure. Right. And so I get called in because yeah, I spend a lot of time talking to folks about how to how to migrate and 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 sell the capabilities of all the cloud native stuff. And their challenge was, all right, we've done this big move, and it was a big move. It took them a year to do it. Mm -hmm. How do we get the business on board with modernizing their applications? Mm -hmm. Because it's a very different thing. Because it's not just I'm going to pick this thing up and run, I was running it here and I'm going to run it there. But now we're talking archi one architecturally, how is it going to change? Yeah. And then two, who's going to pay for it? Because now you're going, right. they're going to knock it on the door of the business and they're saying, uh, we need you to pay some money to to yeah. for these these folks to go re these, rewrite these applications. And that's right. something they didn't necessarily know they were signing up for. Right. And and some applications don't need to be rewritten. Right. Right. Uh, so you, that goes back to that application rationalization and where do we get the most business value? And then looking at the level of effort to replatform versus the value. And you sort of do your app sorting that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you can't do everything overnight. All well, these, you can't these do companies overnight. have hundreds or thousands of apps. <laughs> There's the decision of, of some stuff doesn't necessarily need to be, and some stuff can't. What about all the off-the-shelf stuff they have that they can't rewrite, right. can't get, don't have access to the native code? They can't even get them to run in containers. So That's right. yeah. a cloud-based infrastructure that manages VMware stuff very well becomes yeah. very attractive to a holistic move to, yeah. to thinking about a, a replatform. Some off-the-shelf applications, too, simply won't run or won't run well. Um, in a hyperscaler environment. Right. Um, some of them were kind of born and raised on a VMware-based platform, mm -hmm. especially like, um, take for example, like telco applications. Uh, you know, Ooh, that's a good it's, example. It's example. That has to sit next to some physical switching and things like that. Right, and there are certain things that the VMware platform can do that a hyperscaler platform can't do yeah. um, with multicast and with different sort of you know OS compatibilities and certain types of databases that run really well yeah. in a VMware environment and don't run that well when you migrate them. You thought they were going to, then you have all these driver errors and all the testing and troubleshooting. It gets tough yeah. for some of them. And, and, and all of that also means time and time then equals money if we're paying for extra partners yeah. even just even just distracting your own IT folks away from doing the yeah. things that they were doing and your executive sponsor starts to question the whole thing why isn't this working right <laughs> so. right so when you think about a whole scale or a holistic move out into a, into a hyperscale cloud provider google becomes a great place for that because yeah. it runs the vmware so well does connect you to the rest of Alphabet and does have all the cloud native and container. I mean, you guys wrote containers, so it's the best That's place right. for containers. Yeah. To um, to then think about how that evolves over time. Yeah. Yeah. All exactly. Right. Yeah. What else are we missing? Where do well, people, how do people get started? Well, I would say contact um, a great partner. Uh, either way, <laughs> I mean, you, you definitely want to get in touch with your your Google Cloud representative mm -hmm. um, or a partner. There will be a partner involved eventually, anyway. Yeah. Um, let us help you do that assessment. You're, again, you're not just migrating VMs. You're migrating applications. You're migrating an entire environment. Um, and then let us help you with your pilot and your proof of concept, too. Yeah. You don't have to be paralyzed by, how do I do this? We know how to do it. There are people to help. Rackspace knows how to do it. Yeah, right. you're not on your own. Um, with that long-term vision in mind, like, what are we doing for the business? Yeah. 
Um, I, I'd say that what you don't want to do is do nothing. Yeah. Don't be paralyzed. Like, let us help you. I think that, um, you know, a couple of things is it's, it's, it's both and. It's not either or. Don't get stuck in these political architectural hmm. debates where two years go by, yeah. you know, and nothing happens. And then also get your executive team on board. Because right. I think a lot of times corporate IT departments, with a, with a change this big, they don't feel like they have permission almost to do it. Yeah. You need that CTO, CIO going, we're going to do this. It's okay. Right. You know, <laughs> right. We can do it. So we're all on board and we're all rowing in the same boat. All right, hold on. Let's take a quick break from the program. You see, if you've been keeping up with the news this year, well, you've probably heard everyone buzzing about AI. Well, guess what? You can achieve AI success through our transformative process of ideate, innovate, and industrialize. Well, get ready to revolutionize your business with FAIR, the foundry for AI by Rackspace. At FAIR, we're on a mission to accelerate the responsible and sustainable adoption of generative AI solutions across industries. In just three weeks, our ID8 workshop will empower you to harness the raw power of generative AI. Imagine skyrocketing productivity, driving efficiency, and delivering unforgettable customer experiences. This is your chance to take the first steps in exploring the untapped potential of generative AI for your organization. In this workshop, our team of experts will meticulously evaluate the intended and unintended consequences of integrating generative AI into your operations. We'll ensure your data quality and integrity are top-notch and will guide you in embedding your company's values, fairness, and governance into your generative AI solutions. Through a series of short sprints, we'll identify the most relevant and impactful generative AI solutions tailored specifically for your business. And by the end of the workshop, you'll have a crystal clear understanding of how generative AI can revolutionize your organization and how your business goals can be supercharged by AI. So what are you waiting for? Visit us at fair.rackspace.com to learn more and secure your spot in our generative AI ideation workshop fair driving innovation excellence and unparalleled success in the thrilling world of generative ai that's right so yeah. you've got to have that executive support you got to finance has to be in there legal has to be in there i mean it's yeah. it's a it's a big deal to, yeah. to make that kind of an impact you have to have a good why you yeah. know a what, why that inspires right a yeah. mission what's what's the so. what's the benefit that the business is going to get how's it going to enable your business whatever it is that you do to do it better, faster, cheaper than your competitor. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we see companies that that do migrate to Google Cloud on VMware Engine, and they get they get those business outcomes they want yeah. very very fast without mm -hmm. replatforming. ADT is one that comes to mind. Their case studies well, on our website. Ask about that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they they accelerated their um, analytics query times twenty to thirty x from hours down to seconds from VMware Engine. Wow. Right? So they put their database from VMware Engine into Google Cloud, run BigQuery against it, visualize it with Looker without replatforming everything. Uh, there's many, Wait, many did examples. Did you say that again? Because that's pretty, <laughs> that's amazing stuff, folks, when we think about it, because there's all of this, look, there's, it's, um, it can be expensive to pull data out of any cloud. Right. And then, but when you think about moving it and the transit stuff, if you want to play with, and I encourage you to go work with BigQuery because you can get some amazing stuff out of it. Yep. But when your VMware stuff is literally sitting right next to, or effectively next to, effectively BigQuery. Next to, yeah. Yeah. Then exactly. you've got the power without the replatform. Exactly. It's all right there. 
Exactly. You don't have to wait years and years because it, it can become daunting to think about changing everything. Yeah. That switching cost is just um, can be tough for an enterprise. There's a lot to unpack there, yeah. but we're starting to get run out of time here. So yeah. uh, what I want to encourage you folks to do is, and and again, not being self-serving when I say work with a partner, because what the one of the big benefits that I find with partnership is, one, we've been there and done it before, so we know the gotchas and we know how to guide. The second is we know how to work the right funding programs to make sure yep. that the that, that Google in this instance is helping to helping to right. fund that move, because it's it's not for the faint of heart. Yeah, we, we set aside budget for it. We don't want you to get stuck wondering how you're gonna pay for your migration. We wanna help. Want it to work. Yep. All right, everyone, I wanna thank you so much for being a part of the program today, Craig. Okay, I, I, this is the first time I've done this. I get to shake somebody's hand wow. live on camera because Making here history. we are. It is. It's, <laughs> we need to do that now. We'll just start flying people in for the show. Yeah. I don't think we have the budget for that. <laughs> anyway, thank you for being a part of the program here today, folks. Uh, it really has been a pleasure. Uh, if you're at VMware and you're watching this, <laughs> Well, then you paid to go to a conference and you're watching me, so that's kind of weird. But at any rate, uh, come see us. I think we're down in 509, booth 509. Google is around here as well. Are you going to be at Google Next next week? Uh, me personally, no. You're not I, going to the I, show? I, I wanted uh, to, but our, our director of product management for VMware Engine, his name's Manoj Sharma. He's amazing. He'll okay. be there. And, Fantastic. And many others from the team. Well, we'll be there as well. If yeah. you're going to be at the show, come see me. I'd love to visit. In the meantime, everyone, if you have not subscribed to the Cloud Talk podcast, where we have original content outside of this stuff, uh, make sure that you do that. And the audio from these, of course, always shows up over in that stream as well, should you miss one of these live streams. Because every now and again, we show up at a time you don't expect. All right, everyone, I want to thank you for being a part of the program. I want to thank Daniel for, for uh, being available to do this at strange times. And, of course, new to the team is, uh, is my good friend Chris Cochran, who's helping to run all of this as well. So, everyone, have a great Cobra, not Cochran. I'm thinking about, do you remember Chris Cochran from Rackspace? He, he doesn't work at Rackspace anymore. At any rate, <laughs> have a great day, everybody, and uh, we'll see you next week on Cloud Talk Live. Now here at CloudTalk, we strive to help decode the ever-changing world of technology to help you apply it to your business so that hopefully you'll have one more tool in your arsenal to help improve your business and those around you. Now, this was a live event, which happens almost every Tuesday and Thursday at 8.30 a.m. Central Time on the Rackspace LinkedIn, YouTube, and Twitter accounts. Be sure to watch us there and join the conversation live with us. Now, if you haven't already subscribed, I'd encourage you to do so and maybe even give us one of those five-star reviews. These episodes can be found anywhere podcasts are found. Until next time, I'm Jeff DeVerter for Cloud Talk and Cloud Talk Live.